Hey guys, Raf here. Before we jump into the episode, I have a quick little ad read for you, but I know you're going to like it because while it's been a long, strange summer without live music, you can still enjoy the sounds and story of one of the greatest touring bands of all time, The Grateful Dead. You know those guys, right? This new box set, you can take a trip through four studio and four live albums that transport the listener across the band's career. It includes design by Jeremy Dean, along with deluxe liner notes and photos by celebrated Grateful Dead photographers, as well as essays from Jim James of My Morning Jacket, A.V. Tear from Animal Collective, Hunter Brown from STS9, and many, many more. Uh, I know the collectors want the stats, so it is pressed on high-quality 180-gram vinyl. It's in a kaleidoscope of hues. It's got those heavyweight tip-on jackets. It's an absolute essential for any Grateful Dead fan, just like you and me. So head on over to Vinyl Me Please and check it out. You can go to anthology.vinylmeplease.com. Go enjoy. You deserve it. Hello and welcome to 3 from the 7 Relics' weekly news podcast chronicling three of the biggest news stories from the last seven days. But for the love of God, you probably knew that already. But you know me too, probably. I'm Raf Kenny Sincata. I'm the associate editor of Relics Magazine and I am joined, as always, by my comrade in arms. I'm on the West Coast. She's on the East Coast. This is a transcontinental audio journey we are all about to embark on together. Ladies and gentlemen, Karina Reichman. Coast to coast podcast raging, no problem. Oh, straight up for the dome piece of America and beyond, you know? What's up, Raph? Hi. (laughs) How's it going? (laughs) What's going on, Karina? Not much. We are coast to coast, giving them the most. That's what I like to think. That's what I like to think. And that's what I truly believe. And uh, it's just a beautiful thing. How is sunny California treating you today? California is treating me lovely. It is sunny indeed. Uh, I brought, I was expecting, and we'll dive into how we are in the middle of fall and Halloween is around the corner, but I was expecting like fall weather in California. I mean, I know people must be shaking their heads listening to this because San Francisco notoriously kind of has a late summer season, Um, but it's been hot as hell. It's been like 90 degrees. I brought my flannels and my jeans and my beanies and I was expecting cute fall fashion, (laughs) but I've just been shorts and a t-shirt and just been like a sweaty child oh, <laughs> this yeah. entire time. Well, it's good to be prepared. You know, you don't want to be caught cold. At least I don't. That's my worst nightmare. You don't want to be, you know, it's better to be over prepared and then strip it down as needed. That's my theory. <laughs> well, speaking of being perfectly prepared, Karina, I saw a picture of you on social media of you at the biscuits drive-in. So give me the lowdown on that. Oh. And you looked very comfortable. You looked fully prepared to rock out at the drive-in. Well, I'll tell you what, Raph. Uh, I have a few things to say about that. But number one, Talk about being cold. Holy shit. Night two was <laughs> so, so cold. And yes, I, I was prepared. Thank God. I brought, I was like, oh yeah, it's going to, it's going to get down there. Luckily no rain, but uh, yeah, night two was the cold night. And then night one and night three, we were good to go. And, uh, and I didn't make it to night four. We drove back on Monday. That was it. Three nights, uh, three nights for us, but it was a, just a delightful experience. I will say. And uh, that was my first like, seeing live music as opposed to you know i've i've told you and our our lovely listeners that i have been very lucky to have played quite a few private shows for people in their backyards this whole uh you know insanely fucked of you know stretch of time um, and it's made things slightly <laughs> less fucked for me which is just i'm extremely grateful for that but i have yet to see 
or rather I had yet to see anybody else, you know, play live music. So this was, uh, this was it. It was a treat. It was a delight. You know, it was, uh, it was funny cause it's at a drive-in, right? The Yarmouth drive-in and, uh, you know, everybody had to become the PA cause there is no PA. Mm-hmm. So you just basically tune in to the FM radio station, 105.3 and then the disco biscuits are coming through your car stereo or whatever PA system that people had brought with them. My dear friend Isaac, shout out to Isaac, who uh, was one of my dear show-going compatriots, uh, is a brilliant man and got us, you know, these big yellow FM radio headphones that like you would wear if you were a construction worker with a jackhammer still trying to rock out. <laughs> So we all basically raged it silent disco style, if you will, and just had these ridiculous headphones on the entire time. And it worked like a charm. It really, you know, you could hear all the intricacies. Band was fucking phenomenal. It was so good to see music, <laughs> let alone, a, you know, a band I've seen countless times. And, uh, you know, one I feel very well acquainted with. It was just great. It was an amazing thing. And you know, of course, it's not normal. Nothing about this is normal, but it uh, it felt just like, you know, it satiated my rabid show-going old tendencies and, uh, you know, it fulfilled something in me for sure. So it was really fun, Rav. It was really fun. I wish you'd been there. You would have been a great, great person to have at the show with me. I would have really liked that. Oh, that would have been sick, yeah. Uh, I'm still a little iffy about whether a drive-in is i mean from what it sounds like you had a great time but like the the sound system as an amateur audiophile who knows absolutely nothing but is trying to learn um the radio thing is kind of a, a hang-up for me because i feel like the sound wouldn't be great but that's why you need the Isaac, headphones very smart man <laughs> exactly isaac solved this problem as expected i mean isaac's a smart dude uh, i know him as well and i'm very uh i'm impressed with his uh his ingenuity on that smart one. Man. so maybe i will do hit a drive and smart man smart man <laughs> uh, <laughs> But that's fucking dope, dude. I'm glad. What was the most surprising part of the drive-in? Like, uh, the scene in the crowd, was it, did you feel like you were at a show? Was it, you know, did it feel kind of science fiction-y with all of the, you know, precautions being taken? Did they hit you with that thermometer on the way in? You know, there was no thermometer there on the way in. They did go through our trunk every night looking for, you know, bad things. Didn't find any. That's right. That's right. And uh, so that was pretty interesting. I mean, yes, the whole thing is totally science fiction-y. And you're just like, wait, like, if you had told me a year ago that this is how we would have to see live music, that's just crazy, you know? But again, you got to take what you can get during these times, you know, or at least, you know, if you're if you're hurting for it so much the way I am and like, you know, I'm just so thirsty for <laughs> some live music. It's uh, it's not the worst thing at all. It was cool to see people with their different little setups. Everybody's like sequestered next to their car in between these ropes. They're like roped off. So you're not interacting with anybody and you're just kind of, you know, chilling with your little pod if you will and uh it was it was an interesting thing it's just cool to like you know I feel like during this time the whole thing about going to see shows especially of the bands that you and I like you know it's community it's a scene it's like you know you you have this like thing in common with all the people there and that's that you like this specific band you know and probably quite a few more and you're united by music you know so it's just funny and amazingly refreshing to be back in that scenario, which I've been severely lacking this whole time, you know, just like-minded people united by the same band that we like. 
you know so yeah. so i mean it's cool yeah, we're, we're all looking for our live music fix, which kind of bl- brings us perfectly to our first story of the week. Uh, fans, as we we know them, we love them. You can visit them at fans.live. They have tons of live streams, and they just put out a couple of their plans for this Halloween. Halloween is around the corner. We are, as I mentioned, in full spooky season. And on fans, this Halloween, you'll be able to tune into if you can't go anywhere. God knows most of us can't. Andy Frasco is coming back with his I Want to Dance with Somebody dance party. It's a Halloween spectacular season finale, which should be tons of fun. Or if you want to go the pay-per-view route, Pigeons Playing Ping Pong just announced that their Virginia drive-in show, which is sold out, is going to be live streamed on fans uh, with a special Flockbuster theme, oh. which means that it's going to be like movie songs, I guess, KR. I like um, it. So I like it. This is kind of a choose your own adventure here. I'm not sure which way I'm going to go. I'm definitely tempted by Frasco, but I know I'll definitely be tuning into one of these two endeavors here. Um, do you have any ha- pl- Halloweens? Halloweens for plans. <laughs> do you have any plans for Halloween, Karina? I have some Halloweens <laughs> for plans, baby. Yeah. Uh, no. No, I don't. How's, how's that for sad? <laughs> I haven't gotten that far yet, man. What day is it now? It's the 20th? Jesus. Yeah. It's soon. Oh, it's so soon. No, I have no plans. So, uh, you know, these could definitely be on the docket. I could also just lock myself in a room and blast myself with a synthesizer for eight hours like most days. That sounds nice. I was about to say, don't you do that anyway? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> that's, that's, that's not a, that's not, it doesn't make it special. I, you it's know? special to me, okay? <laughs> that's what i do now <laughs> exactly but no i uh i'll let you know if i come up with anything maybe i'll just like uh you know carve out a pumpkin and lock myself inside of it and then pop out and scare the neighborhood children that would be fun <laughs> that would be fun What'd you think? Uh, halloween falls on a saturday this year which is truly tragic figuring that it would have been a great party night for all of us to go out and have a great time but you can still make the most of it at fans fans.live check out either of these shows frasco's free pigeons playing ping pong is very worth it for a pay-per-view and i'm sure a lot of other bands are doing cool stuff on the 31st if you can't go anywhere irl uh but we will make the most of it and then our second story of the week, Karina, kind of goes in perfect because we're talking about weekends. We're talking about live music. Trey played his second show at the Beacon this past Friday. Did you tune in, Karina? Did you uh, or have you heard any of the rumblings in the Fish universe? You know of uh, the second edition. I I was at the Biscuit, so I was unable to in real time oh. tune in. You know, if you think about it, but I have gone back. And I, you know, they were playing a bunch of it on Fish Radio, which was very cool. So we heard quite a few uh, tunes in the car, driving around the Cape and driving home and everything. And it was fucking awesome, Raph. What do you think? What do you got? Well, first of all, before we dive into the set list here, which we definitely will... I hope and pray that at least one Fish fan tried to troll that Disco Biscuit show by putting on Fish Radio at the drive-in yeah. and, like, blasting the Trey yeah. show. <laughs> like, like you ever see those things where, like, uh, once upon a time when you could go to a concert, it would be, like, someone at Red Rocks but, like, watching a Fish live stream. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, watch, watching a live stream at another band's show. You gotta love is, it. like, I can't even imagine is, like, the most, like, k- kicking dirt in someone's face you could ever do. But I think the dirtbag New Yorker in me, like, loves that type oh, of shit. Oh, yeah, and it's the most 2020 <laughs> shit, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm at this drive-in and we're blasting this live stream because it's what we got these days. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 The forms, the new forms are killing us, Raph. It's just, you know, so much 
ingenuity going it's on. It's true. It's like the uh, it, it's like no one can pay attention anymore. It's like I need to be at a show, but also live streaming Trey. Exactly. Um, but it, but it gets it's a uh, it's an abundance of options these days. But uh, I did tune into a lot of Trey. I missed like the first half of it because I had to go get. You'd like this, Karina? Tell me. Tell me. My boyfriend's guitar needed new. Uh, fuck. What are they called? Like machines, like tuning machines, tuning like the, pegs. the knobs tuning on the head, pegs. tuning pegs. <laughs> Because uh, so for his Les Paul, ooh la la, he needed new tuning heads. So he had to go to the local guitar center, which was an absolute, uh, you know, ghost town. But I missed the beginning of Trey because I was at a guitar center, which is kind of like a cool reason to miss the beginning of a live oh, stream, yeah. I think. And you were helping out, you know, a fellow guitar slinger. Come on. It's a beautiful thing. Who happens to be your guy? You know, that's great. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But uh, so I missed the beginning of Trey, but was uh, I did jump in right around uh, this string section calling uh, Trey called them the rescue squad strings, which for any uh, deep fish fans listening, we all know is referring to uh, Trey's technical difficulties at his New Year's show uh, or Fish's New Year's show at Madison Square Garden. But uh, I was able to jump in right in the middle of like there being a string quartet on stage. And I was just like, holy shit, what's going on over here? We got strings. We got like half of Tab on stage. Trey has certainly been stretching his wings and is giddy as hell on stage doing all this cool stuff. Uh, did you catch any uh, any highlights here, Karina? Have you listened to any of the jams? I did. I mean, I've listened to quite a bit of it. I was, I was taken aback by the Divided Sky with just Trey and Jeff on piano. That was sweet. Sweet. Did you catch that? What like I I don't even anyway, that was people are saying it might be one of the best divided skies ever. People were saying that the Wolfman's was really a standout, which I really right, enjoyed. Right, I heard that too, and that was excellent. Excellent, excellent. Wow. So much going on here. I never needed you like this and, before. Uh, and two brand new Yeah, and two new originals, which were interesting. Right. Right. Oh man! I mean, talk about a guy who's really doing the most these days. It's it's literally Trey, and of course, I would expect nothing less. But this is uh, these are special times and special, you know, through all this hardship and insanity in the world. This is just a you know a glimmer of light uh, coming it's, coming from the beacon. Would you call it? Would you call it a beacon? I would, baby. Would you call it a beacon of light. It is. It's just just such a beacon, man. It's a beacon. <laughs> <laughs> the beacon jams are a beacon. You see what they did hey, there? But it's really true. What a beautiful thing. And uh, man, who's to who's to say what this Friday has in store? You know, like this is so exciting. It's like uh, the early dinner in a movie days, but like kind of way more exciting because it's and when i use the word volatile i don't mean like in a bad way i just mean like oh what's gonna happen oh is it gonna go this way or that way you know like who's gonna show up what are they gonna do it's so like exciting and live and and really rad so yeah and i think uh i think trey also is kind of being way more vocal and it's kind of cool they're not being a crowd there because he's talking way more and kind of interacting with you know, this kind of virtual audience that they have on Twitch. And at a certain point during the show, he got a little emotional and he was talking about how these shows are kind of raising money for the, the new Divided Sky Fund, which Trey, um, who himself has struggled with addiction in the past, is raising money to open his own uh, facility in Vermont. And he really got emotional talking about how the year he was arrested at the time he saw as his worst year ever uh, and ended up being kind of a blessing in disguise. And he said a similar thing about this year, uh, kind of, you know, although it may seem like 2020 is absolute 
garbage and a dumpster fire perhaps some beautiful things can come out of it including the divided sky fund so i was a uh, i was comp- uh, compelled to donate uh, i know a bunch of my friends donated so if anybody is enjoying these shows which are all free every friday 8 p.m eastern on twit on trey anastasio's twitch channel go to trey.com slash donate and just like throw in your paypal and toss 5 10 15 20 bucks whatever you can toss in these strange times uh, they've already raised almost one hundred fifty thousand dollars for this incredible cause uh and God knows that, you know, people out there are struggling and it's really cool that Trey uh, was able to do this and not just do it and make some money, but do it, make some money and help some people, which is really cool. Amen. Amen. Couldn't have said it better myself, Rob. Amen. You know, I try. Seriously, that was <laughs> I'm a bit beautiful. of a wordsmith. Ah, I, I love you for it. I love you. I'm just sitting here like, wow, she really she said that so eloquently. Can you believe it? <laughs> but you really did. So thank you. Holy shit. Uh, no problem. man. What a time. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it's really cool to be able to see Trey play live. I'm holding out hope that not this week, but next week, the 30th, uh, Friday, October 30, we're going to get a fish show. I'm calling it right now. Um, I guarantee it. And by guarantee, I mean, I've heard absolutely nothing from anybody and I'm willing it into existence. I have a, if I had a vision board, this would be in the dead center and the only thing on it. Yeah. That fish will play a full show on October 30th at the Beacon Theater. It will be a costume set. It will be basically Fish's Halloween show. And God knows we deserve it. Right, KR? Amen. Amen. And, uh, and they do too. You know, let's say that. What, what do you think would be a suit, like a fitting 2020 costume set for Fish? Oh. Dude, what a great question. What's like an apocalyptic album? Honestly, maybe like 1984 by Van Halen. Whoa. And they tie in like the- Some Orwellian the theme. The science fiction, the Orwellian, the Eddie Van Halen passing. Oh my God, like tr- like Trey just doing full EVH licks all night. Be the coolest thing. Please. Be the coolest thing ever. Yeah, let's not even but, uh, front. Let's not even front like that would be the coolest. <laughs> it would be a 1984 Van Halen meets Orwell- fucking straight fuck fest dude let's go let's go <laughs> am i allowed to say that uh yeah yeah fuck yeah it's great but no really that's a great call rap. i'm gonna have to think about that because that is a great question and i'm gonna open next week's episode with my call but i don't know yeah yeah think about it mull it over we'll definitely bring i'm definitely bringing it up again perfect next week <laughs> yes because we'll be days away um but i'm just like slowly but surely i think i mentioned it last week too that i want it to happen but it just seems like the stars are really aligning what the hell else are Paige, mike and john fishman doing <laughs> let's just make it happen you guys <laughs> you gotta will something you know you gotta you gotta believe in something so let's just try and believe in that i think that's a great yeah. call where, where there's a wook there's a way karina where there's a wook there's that's a way. what i've really seen you know i've seen uh seen some pretty crafty things from the wooks <laughs> and uh you know they've uh they've created bongs out of like a sneaker and a screwdriver so you know what's what's holding them back from willing this into existence <laughs> i couldn't agree more I, yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> but let me put this train back on the rails and move on to our third story <laughs> of the week uh the beastie boys have licensed a song for the first time ever for a commercial for joe biden's advertisement this past sunday at the during the steelers browns game um karina i know you're a big beastie boys fan and i know that uh the band has always been uh, or the group i guess i should call them has been always very you know gun shy about um 
you know, letting their music be used for advertisements and stuff. But it's kind of a cool uh, avenue for them to use it. And, you know, political shit aside, like, I'm not even saying, like, because Joe Biden, you know, is a good candidate or anything. I'm saying because the, the commercial itself focused on a venue called The Blind Pig. And it was basically the commercial was more about how the music industry is suffering. And these venue owners, you know, have these empty rooms that, like, because COVID is just becoming this long, drawn-out melodrama that, you know... Seemingly, it will never be handled correctly by those in power. Um, you know, venue owners are hurting. And at the end of the commercial, they used Sabotage by the Beastie Boys. Super duper cool. Um, Karina, what, what's your read on this? I mean, do you think the Beastie Boys should never be used for advertising anything? Do you think this was a good cause? You know, what, what, let, me, uh, let me take your pulse on well, this. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan. One of, you know, top, top five all time for me, for sure. And, you know, I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, man, like, they sold out. They, you know, I don't really quite subscribe to, you know, those tropes, basically, because people, you know, you gotta, you gotta do something out here, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's very cool that they've held out for this long, and I think it's very timely and excellent that they are in for this, you know, purpose, for this cause. And, uh, you know, I think the commercial came out beautifully. Couldn't have been a better choice for a song. And, of course, so many Beastie Boys songs, I'm like, oh, man, you know, imagine if they could use this for this or this for this. Like, you know, I just think so many of their tunes, you know, kind of are, are layups for, you know, really great advertising purposes. <laughs> uh, but I digress. Anyway, no, I'm I'm totally into it. And I think, you know, licensing music is fucking cool. <laughs> and, n- yeah. and no musician should be the ashamed. Band's behind yeah, it. absolutely. Yeah. That's my And thought. isn't it a way that like a lot of musicians make money these days like it's like no one's making money off of record sales right but i know like for example like matt and kim like the indie band uh i was a big fan of them when i was like 15 but like uh i remember they had sold they'd licensed one of their songs for like a car commercial or something which like you know for certain people yeah that's selling out but for them they like were very real about it and they were like listen like we were able to like buy a house like they were like we were able to like actually pay bills now because you know the Kia Sorento wanted to use our song. Oh my God. And like, absolutely. I guess, it, you know, it's so Karina, Karina. So, so obviously it would have to be something you really believed in. Right. But if you could license any of your songs, including your new single, Dirty South, now streaming, what product would you want to use it for? Oh, baby. Or like what, who, who would you get in bed with, you know, as far as, you know, con- uh, contracts and blah, 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 <laughs> sell your song to sell their products well, is there anything you really believe in well uh i'm gonna flip this narrative on its head raf and i've said this before that i am totally not precious about any of this shit i'm ready to fucking sell all my music for fucking itchy vagina commercials you know fucking <laughs> smoke 12 packs on camera like i'm good to go i uh i would be thrilled <laughs> but having said that i i I don't mean that, like, you know, as extremely as I just put it. But what I'm trying to say is I uh, I think that it, you know, especially the, these days, in this day and age where it's hard enough to make any money as a musician, uh, you know, from record sales or whatever. Li- I mean, licensing is a huge way that your recorded music will, you know, make you any dough unless you're, you know, an artist that sells a ton of records. But... There aren't a ton of those these days. And not only on top of that, uh, you know, touring the way that we've all made a living 
in these past, you know, since the, the music industry has changed in favor of that being the primary source of revenue for artists, we ain't doing that right now. So, you know, I think my views on all this have definitely gotten more severely like, fuck yeah. Like I see Krungbin with literally not one, not two, but three beer commercials out right now. And I'm like, fuck yes. Get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So all that said, I, uh, I'm open to anything, Raph. I'm talking any car, any beer, <laughs> anything. No problem. Dirty South, plants, elevator, let's go. Whatever. I'm so into it. I'm, you know, it would be, it would have to be a Trump thing for me to be like, I don't fucking think so, you know, or something along those lines. <laughs> it would have to be something very, like, abhorrent to me to be not into it. You know what I'm saying? And uh, so you heard it here, folks. If you have a product, <laughs> she's good that, to go. You know, short of being super fucked up, <laughs> is looking for a song. You know where to find Yo. it. Karina Wright. Crest, Colgate, <laughs> no problem. I don't have a preference. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? Fucking uh, Dove, Olay, you know, Neutrogena. I don't got a preference. I'm good to go. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? Fender, Gibson, it's all good, baby. I don't give a fuck. Let's, let's do it. Sam Ash, <laughs> Guitar Center, you're both great. You're both great. So, uh, yeah, no, I got to say, I definitely, uh, <laughs> I'm pretty soft- when it comes to all that stuff. Take that as you will, America. Take that as you will. Yes, Karina is ready to whore out <laughs> for some shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Can we cut this out? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. All right. Continue. Moving on. What else do you all got? Right. What Moving else do you on. got? <laughs> well, uh, so while we are talking about uh, products and good times yeah. and things you can do with your money, hey. you subscribe to Relics Magazine, right? Uh, to, um, we're closing an issue uh, today slash tomorrow as we're recording this, and I'm sure I have an inbox full of things to do, so I will wrap this sucker up, but make all my hard work worth it. Relics.com slash United, you can get the most recent cover, which is Ben Harper and Rhiannon Giddens. Beautiful, awesome, amazing, good stuff. There's a really, really awesome cover that I'm not sure I'm allowed to talk about yet coming up. Uh, that's our next one that we're working on right now. It is, oh, guys, mwah, I can't wait to talk about oh. it. So get on board. Subscribe now so that so you definitely get that issue. I promise you you're going to love it. Uh, follow us on Instagram if you'd like at 3 from the 7 Email us, raffandkarina at gmail.com. We're sure to do a listener mail soon, so shoot us an email. Maybe we'll give you a shout-out or answer your questions or whatever. Karina's funny. I'm funny. We'll make it fun. <laughs> um, Three from the Seven is brought to you by Relics Media Group. Our producer is Will Schwerd. Our audio engineer is Claire Green. And as always, I hand it off to my colleague, Karina Reichman, to wrap this up. Karina, words of wisdom. Say goodbye. Oh, and we'll see you all next week. You did a beautiful job right there. Thank you for saving me from myself. Uh, to all the people out there, you know, just sending you good vibes as per usual. We are so deep into whatever we want to call this 2020 bizarre time, you know. And, uh, you know, it's it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. It won't be like this forever. And it's it's going to get better. We're going to get there. And thank you for once again or for tuning in for the first time. Just thanks for tuning in at all. And if you've made it this far, man, bless your heart. <laughs> you've done great. And uh, I look forward to this again next week, Raph. Thank you so much. Bye.